to Empire Life Ministries podcast. This is your host, Daryl and Donna Barber. Today is November the 1st, 2022. <laughs> it's almost my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> your birthday is not till April. I know, but the time's flying. I mean, it could be here tomorrow before you know. <laughs> You're going to have people wishing you a happy birthday, and it's not even your birthday. Oh, April's not that far away. Oh, well, whatever. Well, I'll tell you what is coming up, though. All right. That well. is Rocky Top Worship Center. Their ladies' uh, retreat or conference is this weekend, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. And I'm very honored to be preaching there on Sunday morning on the 6th. So if you're in that area, beautiful place to go up in the mountains area. Come and be with us. We would love to have you. It will be. It's going to be a lot of fun. It should be gorgeous this it's, time of year. It's gorgeous. Everything changing the leaves and everything should just be perfect. The right people now. there uh, at Rocky Top, they are a great bunch of people. We love doing life with them. So if you're in the area, come out and be with us. But I had something. I looked back on something. Guess what I found today? What's that? This is part number 17 of us teaching about Faith that prevails. (laughs) And, you know, here's what I thought of, though. You know, um, the word faith or trust is used 125 times in the Scripture, and I think that might just be in the New Covenant in itself, but obviously we need to know a lot about faith. Well, as you know, I've said before, faith is the currency of the kingdom. So it's foundational teaching, too. And this is one of the things we really need to have operating in our lives and something we need to trust God for. We're saved by grace Mm -hmm. through faith. That's right. And the scripture also says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Yeah. So today we want to jump into this and take a look at another uh, hero of faith that is placed in the uh, Hebrews chapter 11, and that's Rahab the harlot. And most people would have never put her in there. Absolutely not, (laughs) because she don't fit the... The profile for all that, does she? You know, but what that really lets me know is that, you know, God can use anybody, that, you know, that would just yield to his life and yield to his voice uh, for their lives and what's going on. Because uh, Jericho, she had a place in Jericho, obviously, where her house was and all her family was. And she obviously took care of her family by being a harlot hmm. is how she took care of things. So, she knew because spies had been sent in there, she knew that the place was about to be overtaken by this God of Israel that they've already got word out because rumors have already spread that far about what he did in Egypt and part in the Red Sea and the greatest army in the earth being defeated, being defeated. by a yes. bunch of shepherds, you know, <laughs> that came out of Israel who God delivered. So he was, she, he was famous. Yeah, and, and you know, they're cutting a deal. I mean, it's really, she's, the spies got in there and she hid the spies while they were in there uh, so they wouldn't perish. And later on, they let them out by a scarlet cord, picture of the blood of Jesus. There's yes. so many things that can be There's said in all this. In that. But, but the par- thing about it is that, you know, we say that about Rahab being a harlot and, you know, and it kind of violates our minds about people get, God would use because their life's not right. You know, they're not doing the right things. But God called Abraham. He was in Ur of the Chaldees, probably worshiping a moon god while he was there when God came to him and started speaking to him. And he is the father of faith. (laughs) And you probably just messed up a whole lot of people's minds because most people do not know Abraham's history. Well, you know, I know my life. 
Yes. I know what God took me Mine from yeah. and used me to do the things that we've been doing for 40 years now, you know, and, and I see what he's done with that. And the whole purpose of even bringing that up is that there's always hope for anybody. Don't write anybody off. Oh, well, thank, I, I'll tell you who I just thought of, and that's your grandfather. Oh, yeah. You know, the, a lot of people don't know his, Oscar Barber, Papa Oscar, man, you talk about, uh, he had a faith, he had a love for Jesus, but what you probably don't know was he was the town drunk at one time. Well, I wouldn't call him the town drunk, but he did have a drinking problem. <laughs> well, I say that in all gist because that's what most people would label him. I'm not saying that's what he was. That was a label that was placed on him. But he came into a saving knowledge of the Lord that completely transformed not only his life, but the family well, the testimony of his life is what drew a lot of other people into the kingdom of God because they saw what God did in his life and the way that the Holy Ghost did brought about such a change in him. It gave other people hope. And that's what we want to do with our testimonies and bring to people is bring that hope. Well, now, now if we mention his name, people will say, oh, what a man of God. What, Absolutely. What he did this. And the, and the people that we have met over the years— that we connect the dots from your grandfather. Yeah. And it's what a history, what a legacy of knowing that God can take take all of us from what where somebody else would write us off. Somebody else would say, never you. Uh, funny story. You know, we've gone to some of our class reunions over the years. And I remember when we first started going to them, we've had people say when we they found out we've given our, our given our lives to the Lord and you know became preachers, you know, <laughs> and then make the statement, you <laughs> because of just us being, you know, crazy teenagers and not being I wasn't raised in a Christian home. My grandparents took me to church when I visited them, but I wasn't raised in a Christian home by Christian parents. But look what God did. That's absolutely right. And, it, you know, I didn't even know this until a few years back, you know, probably been 15 years now that I've known it. But uh, I was told that my granddaddy and brother Hardwick from used to be Christ Church in Nashville. <clears throat> they used to travel all around this area doing revival services with Dottie Rambo. Yes. And, and you know, what a of, of, all, of all people for them to be hooked up with. And then years ago, we hooked up with uh, Donnie. And Reba. And Reba. And uh, I'm telling you what. You got to hear some more stories. More stories about all that. But it's just amazing what God will do and how he'll use you once you just yield yourself to him and get in, get into the flow of what he wants to do in your life. But this was Rahab. That was her life. We're going to talk in the next podcast, get a little bit into Abraham and speak about him. Because Abraham ended up being called the friend of God. The friend of God. You know. And uh, he was, mm. uh, he is the very father of faith. And uh, what powerful, powerful testimonies that we can read in the scripture. It, and listen, I don't know where you're at today, but I'm telling you, and you might even have family that you feel like, you know, they're so far from They'll God. Write them off. Yeah, they're so far from God that God can never call them or use them. I'm going to tell you right now, you need to think different about those things because they could be the very next person that's like somebody, uh, like, uh, some great evangelist, you know, mm -hmm. that, that does Billy great. Graham. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> great exploits for God. So uh, 
We hope you have a great day today and you just be blessed in the things of Jesus. Have a great day, everybody. Tune back in with us tomorrow and we're going to start talking about the, the faith of Abraham, the friend of God.